This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Happy Monday, everybody. Hope you had a truly, truly great weekend. There's so much to talk about. And, you know, my job is to really break through all the noise and try to just give you one new story and just break it down and unpack and explain it. And today I need to talk about Silicon Valley Bank. I used to bank there. The North Star and this podcast, The Breakdown, we used to have accounts there. And by used to, I don't mean we pulled our money out just in time. We stopped banking there a few years ago. But I know a lot of people that bank there and thousands of companies that bank there. And it's the second largest bank to crash in modern American history. And already conservatives and billionaires are saying the government has to bail them out. The same conservatives that won't bail out people with student loan debt, that won't bail out people with medical debt. All of a sudden, the government has to bail out billionaires who bombed at this bank. I need to explain what happened, what went down, and how it might impact all of us. Glad you're here. Let me unpack and explain it. This is Sean King, and you're listening to The, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Silicon Valley Bank is a huge, huge bank, but because they don't have ATMs and branches on every corner in America, they weren't a household name like Chase or Bank of America or Wells Fargo. And, and yet they had billions and billions of dollars from so many corporations and everyday people there in the bank. Um, Silicon Valley Bank, if, if from the title, you should know Silicon Valley. We're talking really about the Bay Area of Northern California, which is really the tech hub of the United States and arguably has been the tech hub of the world. Silicon Valley Bank has been a bank that really specialized in providing accounts not only to major corporations in Silicon Valley, but tech startups all over Silicon Valley, all over, at first, all over California, but eventually all over the country and even all around the world. And it eventually even spread beyond tech startups to all types of startups. My family and I have 
uh, one of our favorite toy stores in New York is a store that used to be close to our home called Camp. And we just learned that Camp had tons of their money in Silicon Valley Bank. It's not a tech startup. It's just a toy store. But these businesses uh, spread to nonprofits, spread to churches. Um, Our company, the North Star, our very first bank account was at Silicon Valley Bank. And at the time, uh, we started back in, if I'm doing, I'm doing the math or I'm trying to think, like, when did we start? In 2018, I was about to say 2008, and I was like, no, we're not that old. Back in 2018, we were in Georgia, and here's how we got started. And this is very important for you to understand how Silicon Valley Bank had their teeth in so many people and companies and why it hurts right now. Here we are, a small media startup in Atlanta, Georgia in 2018. And we needed to open up a merchant account, an online selling account with a company called Stripe. And Stripe is one of the world's largest payment processors And in some ways, they are a modern competitor of PayPal. And so many of my friends, including my friends in the tech industry, said, Sean, you really should use Stripe. They're more reliable. And as a matter of fact, if you go use Stripe right now, uh, they have a really big package and bonus that they can offer you. Well, by really big, I think they meant like a thousand bucks. But we were broke. Like, we were a startup. I started this company on my credit cards and with the little bit of savings that I had. And in those early months, that, like, thousand bucks that we got from Stripe was big. Well, Stripe said, listen, if you sign up with us as a startup, you have to basically get an account at Silicon Valley Bank. So we're like, oh, thousand bucks? I'll bank anywhere, <laughs> you know, like, t- you know, where do I sign? Where do I sign? Where, where do I create my login and password? And so before you knew it, uh, to basically just to get that thousand bucks, we're like, yeah, let's get this account with Silicon Valley Bank. And even though we were in Georgia and there were no branches, no ATMs anywhere, we needed the thousand dollars. And so we started banking with Silicon Valley Bank and a lot of different companies were offering incentives for other companies to bank at Silicon Valley Bank. And this started way before 2018. This started, you know, even when I, you know, earlier I said 2008, this was going on in 2008, 2010, 2012. Like this was going on up until last week. Places were hooking you in and saying, you need to bank there at Silicon Valley Bank. And a lot of venture capitalists stored a big chunk of their money there, but even less than they stored their money there, they always encouraged their partners and their fundees to store their money there. And what happened was not only would those companies bank there, their employees would say, well, Heck, I'll open up an account since our company banks there. And this ha- this is not a scandal, okay? 
This is what happens at Chase or Bank of America. You say, well, my business bank's there. I'm going to get an account there. I'm already doing business there. I already have a a business account. Let me get a personal account. Or I already have a personal account. Let me get a business account. But so many companies, unbeknownst to me, I, I didn't understand this. And I don't think the average layman understood this. So many places that were deeply invested in Silicon Valley Bank were encouraging their startups and the companies and the people and the leaders they advised to get as many people as they could to bank there. Not really telling people that they wanted them to bank there because they had investments there. So that's the first kind of bit of shadiness that was going on. But there was something going on. And again, I'm a writer. I'm a journalist. I tell you almost every day on here, I'm a sports fan. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm an organizer. I'm a civil rights leader. I'm fighting against mass incarceration. I'm fighting against white supremacy. I'm a dad. But I'm not, I, I don't have my MBA. I don't have a background in finance. Uh, I don't have a background in investing. Uh, you know, I come from, you know, a, a modest single family home in, in in Versailles, Kentucky, you know, like I didn't, you know, I don't even, my mom hardly taught me anything about money. Um, you know, I had to, I had to learn the super hard way. I didn't know that with all the tens of billions of dollars that was sitting inside of Silicon Valley bank. And what I've come to learn just over the past few days, also in chase, and also in other banks, I didn't know two things. I'm going to break these two things down, and then we'll have a quick break. I'm going to tell you the shady stuff that's going down now that this bank has crashed. I didn't understand two things. First, I didn't understand what these banks were doing. For me, it's like with the thousands of dollars I have in this bank. But I didn't understand what they were doing with the billions of dollars that other people put into, not again, not just Silicon Valley Bank, but Chase, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, your bank, my bank. They are investing not in mutual funds like they tell us to do. They are often investing your money and my money in very high-risk gambles that, in, I don't want to say go over most of our heads, because I'm not trying to speak to you like you're dumb, but they often are making high-risk gambles with billions of dollars. And if those high-risk gambles pay off, you know, $5 billion is $10 billion. $100 billion might be $200 billion. And they are trying to game the system with everyday people's money and everyday companies' money to see if they can double and triple it so that they can get rich and their shareholders can get rich. That stuff never trickles down to me or you. This is about their shareholders and their investors. And so Silicon Valley Bank, as it turns out, and and I'm learning that this is actually how a lot of banks are doing it, had invested their money in very high-risk gambles that were not paying off. And when those high-risk gambles 
were not paying off, investors in the company started to learn this behind the scenes because the bank and its staff and leaders were scrambling to figure out how they could get money to cover all the high-risk gambles that were failing and that were then making it such that the bank was very low on capital. So I thought, I didn't think this, but I didn't actively think against it. I thought if a million of us put a million dollars into, you know, $1 a piece into the bank, I thought that bank had a million dollars somewhere. What I'm learning is, no, that bank doesn't have a million dollars. That bank invests sometimes 90% of that money and keeps the $100,000 out so that you can take your $40 or your $80 out of the ATM at any given time. But then multiply that times 100. You know, a bank doesn't have a million. Banks have billions. But instead of keeping billions of dollars, quote unquote, in their banks, they might have hundreds of millions. And at, on any given day, those hundreds of millions will cover the deposits and withdrawals and things that, that are going on. But the billions that are actually there, they're doing all kinds of wild stuff with it. And it, that stuff started to fail and flop. And it, it's, the word spread among the staff of Silicon Valley Bank and then it started spreading among the investors and multiple investors, but particularly Peter Thiel, uh, you know, who comes from, you know, a bigoted you know, family in South Africa, like Elon Musk and others. Started telling all of their startups, withdraw all of your money, take all of your money out. And by the end of the day, this past Thursday. Every startup that Peter Thiel funded and advised, had taken all of their actual money out. I don't mean they went to the bank and got bags of cash. They just started transferring it out. Wire transfers. And before you knew it, by Friday, this past Friday, the bank had crashed. They no longer had enough money. And then information started to trickle out that as they knew they were about to crash, they paid themselves all of their bonuses. I'm like, hold on. You actually did that? You paid yourself and all of their staff. Many of their staff get paid millions and millions of dollars a year in salary. And they gave everybody all of their bonuses. All of the big startups started getting their money out. And thousands of everyday people and companies that were not in the loop got their money stuck there, and the bank crashed. And then the second thing that, that we were learning is you always see at your bank that your deposits are insured by the FDIC up to $250,000. Well, most of us have never had $250,000 in the bank a day in our life. And so for me, that just works fine. But Silicon Valley Bank, and again, a lot of other banks are having people put their main money, not in checking accounts, but in accounts that are not FDIC insured. 
And they'll do that by saying, listen, if you put your money in this particular account, it might have two and a half percent interest, which is still nothing, a total nothing burger. They're going to be trying to make 20 percent off of your money. And they'll say, but if you put it in here, we'll give you two and a half percent. Well, little did you know that that money is not FDIC insured. And if the bank just crashes, you might lose everything. Or if you had your money in an FDIC insured account, if the bank crashes, but you had $20 million in the account, you're, it was only technically insured up to 250000 I did not know all of this. And so these billionaires, in like filthy rich billionaires who were underwriting Silicon Valley Bank, literally aided in it crashing, made sure that their people got out that everyday people got stuck, and they made sure that the people at Silicon Valley Bank got bonuses. And let me tell you the real super-duper shady stuff right after the break and a quick word from some of our sponsors. I'll be right back. So after, well, first... Thanks for sticking it out. I'm glad you're <laughs> glad you're still here. I was just going to just jump right into it. But, you know, after the bank was open on Thursday, it collapsed and closed and crashed and shut down on Friday like that, like the snap of a finger. And most of the country didn't understand it again, because Silicon Valley Bank kind of operates not just in a in a unique geographical area but in a sliver of, of the universe, in the business world, the startup world, and the tech world. And again, we're not a tech company, um, but we're there. And I, I know other organizations that are there and places all around the world that have accounts at Silicon Valley Bank. And suddenly, after the millionaires and billionaires that ran this company into the ground, did so, they now want a bailout. And I see conservatives all over social media, one, blaming uh, Democrats and even Joe Biden and the federal government saying, hey, where was your oversight? I'm like, hold on, you must be kidding me, first off. Silicon Valley Bank itself has been paying conservative lobbyists to lessen oversight in the banking industry. They, they did not want oversight. So this idea that the federal government should have saved them, they didn't want intervention. They, they did not want oversight and spent millions of dollars fighting against oversight. And those conservatives know that. Those conservatives are the same ones fighting against regulation against things that would prevent this. Now they're saying, you got to bail them out. But here's the thing, and I'll close with this thought. When we are struck, my family right now, me, my wife, and now my kids are struggling with student loan payments. And as we struggle, like millions of Americans, but particularly millions of black Americans, who took out tons of student loan payments, hoping 
that it was going to put us in some position to get good jobs and earn good income as we struggle under crippling student loan debt and say, hey, no other country in the world has student loan debt like this. Most countries in the world don't have any student loan debt because it's free to go to college. Your government underwrites the cost. And as we are drowning in it, as people are literally deciding not to get married, not to have kids, saying that they're unable to buy a home because of student loan debt, as we ask for serious relief, they fight against it everywhere. As we say, hey, you need to bail out the millions of Americans that are drowning in student loan debt. They say, no, 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 no. You can't do that. We refuse. Or they say there's no money for that. Well, that can't be right. But now they want Silicon Valley Bank to be bailed out? Oh, hell no. It's ridiculous. If you can't bail out, and when people are saying, literally, that they need, desperately need, the government to cover their cost of health care and health insurance, mind you, I haven't talked about this in a long time, most countries of the world don't have health insurance. Most countries, most developed countries in the world have universal health care and everyone has the same plan. Not here. We're drowning in premiums and deductibles. And when people say, well, we need universal health care, there's no money for that, they say. But now they want Silicon Valley Bank to be bailed out. I say, hell no. No, no. You can't be bailed out, period. But already, Joe Biden is doing things that are outrageous to bail this bank out. And it is what it is. On one hand, the government is saying, no, we won't bail the bank out, but we will bail out the customers. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I, the bank does not need to be bailed out. But here's the thing, hell. They were selling their stock. They were getting their bonuses. They made sure they covered their own asses. This is always how they do. Listen, glad to be back on this Monday. I'll be right back here tomorrow. Love and appreciate all of you. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist, Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Mom.